<laughs> hey, everybody. We are the AmeriBeat Junkies. <laughs> we hope everyone out there is doing well today. Guess we should start off with the boss of the boss. Huh. Hey, guys. Comic book here. Comic boss here. Uh, I had to step in. Today is Queen Neek's birthday, so happy birthday, Queen Neek. And uh, and Sid had to stay late, so y'all get to deal with my beautiful face instead. <laughs> they got to embrace the beard. Huh. They got to embrace the beard today. Now now over here. Let me introduce you. Hey, you're doing it like the Brady Bunch. With the depression here. Oh, demon. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anywho, it's your boy, Demon Engine here, you know, having fun today. And and we have our lo lovely guest. Hi, I'm Shireen. <laughs> Introduce our lovely guest. It is Sheree Morshita of, yep. of S. Morshita Studio. We're going to be talking to her today. I, of course, am Salty Truth Floyd, and we are the Ameribee Junkies. We're going to be so let's today. start with the geek report. I got it. <laughs> I was like, let's, uh, before we roll in, roll in and knowing more about her and what she does, we're going to start off with the geek report. Um, one, of the, one of the first big pieces of news today, of course, it's been raging around. Um, Star of the Boss Baby uh, movie franchise, Alec Baldwin, had a horrible accident during a recent uh, a recent uh, filming, where he he shot a prop gun, and of course, the blanks still have tips on them, and harb and it actually fatally killed a cinematographer. Oh. Uh, of course, the production has stopped. And Alec Baldwin has released a statement. He is heartbroken and devastated by what has happened. Of course, this is not the first time this has happened. Uh, in Hollywood, uh, on record, this is the third time. One time being a model uh, on uh, in the break between shots for another movie. And of course, the most infamous one, Brandon Lee for The Crow. Uh, my heart goes out to that, uh, to that woman and her family. Uh, this is yeah. a very, it's a very horrible accident. Yeah, uh, everybody likes change in like in a blink of an eye on that set. Yeah, that was um, of all things to go down. That was um, definitely the most unexpected. Like I, I'm <laughs> like when I first saw the news of it, I honestly wasn't sure if it was some sort of weird joke. But, uh, and not just yeah. her, but the uh, the director or the producer, he got hit as well. Mm. He's out of the hospital now, but but a few straight a few straight uh, fragments hit him too. Um, also, I can't imagine we're out of going through right now. Also, uh, sorry to be the double Debbie Downer, but um, voice actor Christopher Ayers. Uh, he also passed away. His most infamous role is the voice of Frieza for Dragon Ball Z. 
Wow. Yeah. I mean, he's voiced he's voiced plenty of characters, but that's definitely that's definitely the top of the top of the top. Um, he will surely be there. Is he the original voice actor for Freezer? He's the original English. The original American. Yes. Wow. So, so he's the one that could call him the, the uh, Sans monkeys. Hello, monkeys. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't be laughing. I'm sorry. I mean, it's one of those things where the character, like, we all had a feeling that when he said that, it was his version of saying the N-word. So. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. I was like, eh, it, it, okay. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> but uh, either way, he was a he was an outstanding stage performer. Yes. Um, and the world just got a little bit sadder. That's all. <laughs> uh, now to transition over to some inch to to something. Now, twenty two years ago. Twenty two years ago. One Piece started. Twenty-two years ago, like twenty-two years later. I'm not even gonna say how old I was. But I was young, kinda. There's no end in sight of One Piece. I'm not gonna be mad. Like, I still kind of like the show. So, I mean, they're about to hit their thousandth episode. Ooh! Wow. Yeah. What about, I, what about you? Do you watch One Piece? No. <laughs> That's too, okay. Too many episodes. Have you ever watched One Piece? No. Too many episodes. <laughs> I'll wait till it's done and then I'll probably hop into it. I tried. I'm like, oh, oh, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. It won't be done for another. By the time it's over, be... <laughs> right. You, you're going to be watching with your grandkids by that time. I'll say. <laughs> Your children, like your children's children, would be like, "I remember when I got hooked." On <laughs> it was episode three hundred. Yeah, it sounds about right. Three thousand. Three thousand thirty-five. That sounds about right. Now, ironically, twenty-five years ago, so just uh, so so just take it a few more years back. There was this little game that arrived on Windows. Called Grand Theft Auto. Let that marinate. Twenty-five years ago. Wow. A top-down. It was an over-the-top, top-down, horrible game. <laughs> that game was awesome for its time. <laughs> you just suck. It was horrible. horrible. Oh my gosh. Horrible. It was a horrible game. You just sucked at it. Did, did, did you just like it because of because of nostalgia? Well, no. Maybe actually, it was good for its time for its time period. When it comes to the no. old the old generation no, of them, my favorite was actually Grand Theft Auto Two. <laughs> okay. Because no, the one that came Grand off of PlayStation. Yeah. Because Grand Theft Auto 2, yeah. you had a few things happen in there that you didn't expect. Like you had like you had someone coming up like, give me your wallet, and they were literally trying to mug you. I yeah. see you over there talking to TikTok. 
No, because someone wants to invite, and I, I had to tell them I'm on a podcast. I'm not talking smack. I'm not good at talking <laughs> smack. <laughs> now, uh, now, now, in the, in the comic book world this week, now, last week on the Geek Report, we were saying how people were all upset because uh, John Kent, the new Superman, has come out uh, has come out as uh, bisexual, or was he gay? Yeah. Either way, he's part of the rainbow. No, and bisexual. I'm all for it. Bisexual. Right. They have been. Bisexual. They have. Yeah. DC has received unprecedented pre-orders for the comic. I want to. That's good. Like they. They haven't seen this many. They haven't seen this many pre-orders since the death of Superman. Wow! I got that one too. Well, I had it. Yeah, don't worry, you'll get it again, buddy. <laughs> I won't. That comic book uh, probably and, like ten, like thirty thousand dollars now to buy. Don't worry, it, you'll, you'll, you never know. Now. In the Hollywood news, uh, a few a few parents groups are upset because HBO Max has locked down exclusive access to new episodes of Sesame Street. Sesame Street, for those who remember, new? it started on on PBS, Public Broadcasting Services. And new episodes? Yeah, they yeah. As long as there's going to be kids out there, they got to learn. You've been getting 4,185 episodes of Sesame Street for free. And now all of a sudden in 2021, you got to pay. Actually, actually, this started back a few years ago uh, because one of the things a lot of people don't really understand is that Sesame Street, a good chunk of its funding comes from uh, the Board of uh, the Education and then there's a few sponsors, and then uh, literally person-to-person fundraising. Like PBS would hold all these fundraisers for to keep money for their programs. One of them always being Sesame Street, because believe it or not, Sesame Street is expensive to make. Uh, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of those, a lot of that, a lot of that water's dried up, and HBO stepped in with their wads of cash and was like, "Hey, Elmo." We got you. Hey, Big Bird. I got you over here, buddy. You like staying on Sesame Street? That bird's feet must cost a lot. Better cost a lot, that seven foot pigeon. (laughs) (laughs) Huh? I thought he was a canary. Whatever. (laughs) Okay. Tweety Bird is also a canary. Yeah, I didn't know what Big Bird was until just now. <laughs> I was today years old when I thought he was a damn canary. <laughs> I thought he was a canary. I thought he was like a chicken or something. No, he's a canary. He's <laughs> a, a huge a canary. Pup. That is a Pokemon. <laughs> that is one of the legendary birds. That whole show is just Pokemon. They just walking around with 
with, with elephants and and and, and, and canaries teaching kids how to say the number six. <laughs> what have I, they been showing us all these years? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> the hostile takeover. Okay. Humanity's last days are written, set in stone. <laughs> And they were bought to you by the letter C. <laughs> um, in other in other news, um, the star uh, the star of Ten Cloverfield Lane, she uh, she just came out. She got she made a statement during the filming. She honestly didn't know they were making a Cloverfield movie, and I'm just like, you know, I love the jab at J.J. Abrams. I really do. Of course you didn't know you were making a Cloverfield movie. No one knew. Because at the end of the day, J.J. Abrams was like, hmm, I'm going to add some aliens and make it related to Cloverfield. Because that's exactly how the last two Cloverfield-related movies went. The Cloverfield Paradox. Yeah. The Cloverfield Paradox that came out on Netflix, it had nothing to do with Cloverfield. They had to do reshoots and reshoot scenes on Earth to make it match for Cloverfield. It because the movie the movie self contained could have been its own mystery, but then they tied it into Cloverfield. Right. It's like it, and I, look, it, it just further goes that I honestly believe that J.J. Abrams might be one of the most interesting hacks of our time. But he 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 started off so good, people thought he could do no wrong. I just waited for the other shoe to drop. Right. Look, I like Steven Spielberg, but I'll never forgive him for War of the Worlds. <laughs> Plowing ahead. <laughs> Plowing ahead. Uh, meanwhile, meanwhile, at the House of Mouse, Disney Plus, um, of course they, of course they are still moving ahead with the Ahsoka series, uh, Star Wars Ahsoka. Um, Rosario Dawson's going to be reprising the role of Ahsoka Tano that she picked up in the second season of The Mandalorian. And there, and, and uh, Hayden Christensen has signed on to return as Luke. I mean, Je- yes. whatever you want to call him, Vader. Yes. Anakin Vader. Seriously? Yeah. Oh, I'm excited. I say Hayden Christensen. I seen him Christensen at Disney taking pictures. I was wondering what he was there for. Hayden Christensen, as most folks know, a lot of his acting work has been sporadic since uh, Revenge of the Sith. Right. Right. I don't think right. it's necessarily I will never his fault. Get, I will never get that scene out of my head. Master Skywalker, what are we going to do? That's a scene that you're gonna all remember. Order 66. Just like the fight. (laughs) Just like the fight between Omni Man and Invincible. It's something I'm always gonna remember. It's ingrained Mm. into my brain now. Think, Mark! Think! Also, um, <laughs> photos of Snoop have come up of him in, in Mandalorian armor. While people were back thinking this was a look for season three, 
he was actually shooting a music video. Oh. Because <laughs> I was just like, because I was that like, makes a lot more sense. Because I was just like, yo, I don't know where y'all going this season with your guests, but uh, Snoop. <laughs> I was like, Snoop's a Mandalorian. And I was like, all right, Snoop. Snoop beat the game of life, and then he's just going back doing all his side quests at this point. <laughs> he's just going back. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Why not? I could do this. It's just like he comes Snoop, out the Snoop, Snoop has officially won. Like, it's, between he has officially won life. It's, it's between him and Keanu Reeves at this point. Because, like, Keanu Reeves yeah. is getting everywhere. Snoop is just everywhere. One day they're just going to cross paths and John Wick, they're not even going to fight. They're just going to look at each other, do a head nod and keep walking. And I would be perfectly okay with that. Mm-hmm. And that was the Geek Report. <laughs> but uh, that was the Geek no. Report. Gators some boo to others. But yes. I'm I'm happy that I learned something today that that Big Bird was actually a canary this whole time. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Sheree, for that. Because I, awesome. I didn't have no clue. I had no clue. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be right gotta back. Google it. After, yeah. We'll Let's Google right that look. After these messages. See, uh, all right, see, that Engine's too old to remember the join on channel six, but after these messages, we'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) But it's all good. But hey, here we're talking to Sheree Sheree Morisha of S. Morisha. Ah, (laughs) can you please pronounce your name for us? It's Sheree Morisha. There you go. So, go ahead. No, go, go ahead, ahead, boss. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you take it from here. All right. So, so I am the one who invited her on the podcast. I'm the one who uh, who invites most of y'all. Whoever on the podcast is me that you're talking to. Um, I am a fan of Sheree and your manga, which in a genre that I really don't read. You know, I'm more of an action killer type manga but I came across yours and I read it because you're a black manga creator that I really don't know too many so I had to read yours and you have an amazing manga. Thank you I appreciate that. So how did you get started? How did I get started with that story or like how did I get started like all together with drawing? How'd you get uh how your what's your origin story, should I say? How'd you get started uh drawing and what made you go into Love Love Fight? Well, I got started in drawing because I wanted attention that my big sister was getting. I'm the baby of three. <laughs> and my mom raises as a single parent, so I craved that attention. So that's kind right. of how I got started in art. My sister, she painted and she drew. And they were like, oh my God, it looks amazing. So it's like, I want to paint. <laughs> I want some of that praise. And also, since I'm not very good with communication and, and trying to uh, get my point across to where I connect with people, 
I use pictures that really helped me to like kind of make friends and connect with people. So that's kind of how I got into kind of like like comics because you know when you're seeing and drawing, people kind of oh what are you drawing? I'm drawing this, and you know I I get hyper fixated on certain things. So it's like if someone else has like that same interest, <laughs> maybe you know chatter away with them. So with um the story of love love fighting that came around because i was watching uh different variety shows uh do you i don't know if you guys seen uh there was this japanese variety show called silent library and i watched that and it cracked me up which led me over to the korean variety shows where they were doing uh couples different celebrities paired together as married couples and the show was hilarious to me i loved it i'm like well i want to do a story like that so that's kind of also where love love fighting the premise came from and um since i was already struggling a lot with a lot with like internal things self-identity my um self-esteem um just different mental things because i just had my kids so i'm like i need to put all this in a positive outlet so with the premise of the different korean variety shows plus my struggles and wanting to communicate that and connect with other people that's how love love fighting was created <laughs> okay awesome awesome so growing up what was one of your uh growing up what was one of your big inspirations uh what what did you love to draw the most growing up garfield i love jim davis's garfield the sense of humor he was so sarcastic but and then also, <laughs> I just I, I it was Garfield hands down. I love Garfield. I love like the storytelling style. Um, my my so that my second inspiration had to be um, Rainbow Bright, and also there was this um, this German cartoon. I can't remember what it was called, but it was about a girl who was turned into a bird, Geppetto or something like that. <laughs> so I kind of like those those kind of those those kind of stories kind of like really inspired me into like the art style and storytelling style that I have today. But my favorite style to draw was definitely Garfield. Nice. I actually took a look at Love, Love Fighting and I definitely see Garfield style humor. So, okay, yeah. yeah. It's my definitely. favorite, I love Jim Davis. <laughs> yeah. Do you have okay. any old Garfield, uh, old Garfield Dude, art? That's a great thing that you mentioned. Actually, I have them with you. <laughs> 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 I have all of these books I found at a Goodwill. This one is Garfield Bigger and Better. This one is Garfield Pigs Eat Out. This one is Garfield the Three-in-One Fat Cat Book. This one is one of my favorite ones from first grade. And then I have this one of all of the different Garfield styles that he did. <laughs> so, yes, I, I love nice. Garfield. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, I we get hyper-fixated on things, so as you can see. <laughs> no, that's great. Ain't nothing wrong with that at all. <laughs> nothing wrong with that at all. We do the same thing. Okay. Yeah, we so... know what this country. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was the first manga that piqued your interest? Um, let me see. I can't, I don't think, I. what was the first manga that I read? It might have been one of Clamp's mangas, um, Card Cap, either Card Captor Sakura 
or it might have been Pokemon manga, or it might have been Dragon Ball manga. They kind of all bleed together because I kind of like learned all of them (laughs) all at once, and I have no clue how I stumbled on them. But the like the first like manga book, it might have been either Pokemon, Card Captor, or or Dragon Ball when I found it at like the library. So yeah, I think one of those three, but I'm not for sure. It's it's all like clouded. It's just one day, boom, manga. Funny thing is, I could never find Dragon Ball manga at my library, but they really? always had card captors. <laughs> yeah, we no, have Dragon Ball at ours. I feel like someone checked them all out, and it's just like <laughs> they're pro- they probably just belong to the streets now. <laughs> These are mine. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm gonna just find one that's gonna say oh, uh-huh. property of the Free Library of Philadelphia. It's like I knew it. I knew it was there. <laughs> Do you have any favorites that you're reading right now? I'm glad that you asked. Actually, I do. I have all of Nozaki. <laughs> I love it. Volumes, and I have Hanoko-kun, and I have Strobe Edge, and Home So Sweet. I got to reorganize it because I just messed up my order, so I can't bring them out to show you. But they're all here. <laughs> and then I have a list. Oh, and then Inuyasha. <laughs> and I also have Kamisama Kiss. And and what is that one? I like Kamisama Awesome. I knew, <laughs> I knew <laughs> you were gonna be an Inuyasha fan. Yes, I love Inuyasha. Well, okay, I love the genre style. I'm annoyed by the relationship, but I still love it. <laughs> the relationship is what made me walk away. I'm like, uh, you know what? No, it I'm, triggers I'm too much of my trauma, so I'm like, but I still like it. <laughs> Have you watched the new generation? No, because I heard Kikio's back, so I'm like, I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> I'm awake. I can't. No, my heart, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> so, uh, the, so, you're about to say you, you definitely you definitely have a, a taste that jumps through a few genres. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Nothing wrong with that. That's how you get uh, no, no, nothing uh, wrong with that. Mm-hmm. So uh how long did it how long did it take for you to develop your your drawing style? Because one thing that definitely uh stands out in the book uh, in the books mm-hmm. is your your style. Because I'm like Every sometimes the sometimes the the art in between mangas, despite it being different artists, sometimes it ends up looking the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, of course, stuff by uh, stuff from the Dragon Ball creator Toriyama, his mm-hmm. particular style you can always see. But sometimes I'm not gonna lie, with Bleach and Naruto, I'm like some of these issues, I'm like. Where it looked like they were drawn by d- the same dude, mm-hmm. but you have a very distinct style. So how uh, how did you how did you how did you cult how did you figure that out? How did you cultivate that? I never really knew that I had a style. Actually, <laughs> I th- I feel like my style jumps so much because it's weird. I'll see one eye style and it's like, oh, I'm going to draw this eye style for a whole book series, and then I'll see another one like. I'll see like the lower eyelid. Someone does like the little hook like they do in a high school debut. I'm like, I'm going to take that lower eyelid and put it on this eye now. So 
I'll see like different art styles in different mangas and I'll just take a, oh, I like how the top of that lid looks. So I'll take that lid and stick it on there. So um, I think just me just looking at different art styles and then just getting fixated on, on a certain eyeball. And then I just like, I'm going to draw that eyeball and I blend it in and that's kind of where, cause like School Memories has a different art style than uh, Love Love Fighting. It has more mm -hmm. of the shoujo like yes. light style because I fell in love with um, Honey So Sweet. I love like the big eyes and, and the shoujo sparkle. So I'm like, I'm going to draw that. So that's kind of how I don't really, I'd never really realized that my style was noticeable to other people because I'm always jumping and, oh, I like this. Oh, I like that. And so I'm like, I'm going to draw this. <laughs> don't, don't, the main reason I see, the main reason I always see different styles, I spent a lot of time working in an art museum. Ooh. So I've stared at paintings. Yeah. For hours on end and mm -hmm. I can I, and it got to a point I could tell which artist was doing what <laughs> so. you, have that, you have the eye for art see I wish I had that I don't I don't have an eye for art you have an eye for what you okay. like so you make art ah. that's I like how you put that yeah I like how you put that because I'm like I can't I can't I'm not creative when I I have I need something to base it off of I can't like off of my head but I like I like that so. <laughs> So I have a question for you. Do you see yourself making any stories that, for the art style, lean more into like the Garfield style? Um, let me see. Do, do I? See any I do have like um, you know, like Azumanga Dial. I I do like that four coma style because like Garfield, it's more like a three panel kind of style. With their is it yeah three panels. So I definitely, I did do some comics about me and my kids called mommy diaries to where just some of the random stuff they said to me as little kids so i do kind of like have that kind of stuff splattered around i definitely would like to do more of those it's just being a mom and paying bills not a lot of things are very funny so <laughs> i gotta I, I would like to get back into it when you know stuff kind of settles down and starts being funny again okay fair enough i mean <laughs> I mean, with kids, with kids, and and being a mom, I think like especially if they're young, everything they say or do is just so totally off the wall that like yeah. it's a lot of like content there with with kids because because yeah. like that old Bill Cosby show, kids say the darndest things. Yes, <laughs> my kid said something they, to they me today. My stomach was hurting, and they're like, "Mom, we should just stay home." You can't, you can't take us to school. And I'm like, you guys, honey, <laughs> I can't take care of y'all while being in pain at the same time. Right. And they're like, like two right. seconds after that, they're yelling at each other because somebody slammed the door the way they did not like. So I'm, I'm killed over in pain trying to help them conversate. Like, okay, honey, why did you slam the door in your sister's face? Okay, sweetie, let him have two seconds to close the door. And then they're like, mom, are you okay? I'm like, I just told you to say. So yeah, kids are interesting. They're interesting. Lots of content. Yes, to say, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so for the people who don't know you or what your mind is about, what is Love Love Fighting? So Love Love Fighting, that's about a girl who is dealing with her self-value and self-worth. She's having a hard time getting, seeing her, well, her self-worth outside of 
giving money to her dad or outside of doing whatever her cousin Krista tells her to do. She's kind of like basing all of her, all of who she is on her acts of services to others. Cause then she mm. feels like, well, I don't have any meaning if I'm not of use to somebody. And that's kind of where love, love fighting the whole kind of premise of that is. And like her whole panic attack and her whole struggle with her whole identity kind of, I was trying to like display that or just get my emotions that I was feeling in out of my chest and down on paper. So that's kind of what love, love fighting, like the whole story is about her finding her self worth outside of what she can do for others outside of her, her family and just kind of start looking for love that, for herself. That's actually it's a very deep and positive message that needs to be spreaded more in today's atmosphere. So yeah, so that's definitely something that needs to be out there more. So, man. Um, kudos, okay. kudos to you for that one. Thank mm-hmm. you. I really appreciate that because I, I struggle with that story because I, I, I have a hard time communicating um, because what I think I'm saying doesn't sound like what I'm saying. So when other people hear that, it sounds different and it's like no that's that's not what i meant and it's because i didn't really communicate that part so a lot of that spills into my manga to where i'll say one thing but it's like i forgot to say something else so i'm like i don't know if they're understanding what i'm saying but right. it's it's it touches my heart when i do see people that are like yeah this spoke to me i'm like okay so you you got my brain waves you heard me i'm and that just it touches my heart to see that other people are connecting and and they hear me because that's what i struggled the most with is is being heard <laughs> Nice. Oh, that's good. I, can rest, I, I, I understand that. I like, I like that a lot. Okay, so it being October and all that, do you have a scary movie that is your favorite? I am terrified of scary movies. I can't handle them, but I do like thrillers. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like the, a good thriller. The music scary video? Movie, no, she meant the subgenre thrillers. I mean, I do like okay, that. I like the Michael Jackson video. Yeah, I mean, I do like that one. I can handle that one, but actual scary movies, no. But I can do the genre <laughs> thriller genres. I like those, or like okay. the psychological kind of genres. Okay, so get what's one of your favorites in those realms? Um, this is going to be weird, but I like um, Phantom, of, Phantom of the Opera. I know it's not a thriller, but it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of spooky. I also like, hold on, I also like, um, what's it called? The one with David Bowen, um, The Labyrinth. <laughs> I like that oh, one. Oh, Labyrinth? Yeah, that's not really classic. a thriller, but it's like psychological. Classic. It's such a classic, though. Mm-hmm. So, it's a classic, then, um, yes. One other thriller that I like. And I'm not gonna lie, as a kid, the uh, a lot of those Muppets definitely freaked me out. <laughs> you see, and then when the horse, no, I'm yeah, the horse is that the movie where the horse is going into the swamp, or was that no, not that's never ending story? No, that's the never ending story. Yeah, I like no. that one too. That was about to cry. Yes, I know. Yeah. Yes, that was a that was yes. about making kids. I was hurt. I was hurt when I trade you uh, when I first died. Yeah, so I don't really think those are thrillers, but to me, those are like psychological type stuff. That I I like something that kind of like 
messes with the brain a little bit. So, so would you consider? All right, all right. Would you consider because this this dude's always a personal favorite of mine because he's not really horror. He's definitely in the thriller area. Hannibal Lecter. Are you going to get mad at me if I told you I've never watched it? Are you? No, not mad at all. You're not Not mad at all. Not mad at all. Not mad at all. I do watch no, Saw. No, not at all. Issues, but the Saw, Saw series. I, Saw I, I have never, never watched Saw. That's okay. Saw. Don't watch it. Because <laughs> I was Saw looking around the far corner never. like someone's going to kidnap me. So don't do it. Saw is and that's why. Because to me, Saw, Saw is too close to home. <laughs> it's too close to being real. I'm like, nah, I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> Also, just because the fact that all uh, all the contraptions were act, are actually feasible things that can be made. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, right. No. <laughs> <laughs> like it was just like it was like yeah, that's kind of scary. The fact that <laughs> was like, if I can see myself in that situation. <laughs> but no, uh, it's something I would suggest because it's it's definitely a thriller. Mm-hmm. It's not. The implications of blood are there more than actual blood, mm-hmm. except for the TV show, which is on Netflix, yeah. which, do, which does it does have a, a fair amount of violent scenes, but the psychological overtone of it all yeah. is what really gets to people. So, yeah, I have to check it out then. I'll definitely have to check that one out. Plus, yeah, Netflix I believe the series. The series was way more psychological than the um, than the movie, right? Well, yeah, well, yeah, well, yes, because of course, with a television show, they had they were able to expand mm-hmm. the the mythos and the, the and the entire experience. Like when you if you're able to do a show right or any series right from something that was a bit more condensed, if you mm-hmm. figure out a way to stretch it out, you can do something really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Until you stretched it too long, like One Piece. It's going a, it's going for a long time. <laughs> they'd, have, they'd have been around, yo. They'd have been around this world about three hundred times so, and ain't found this damn One Piece yet. Luffy is still. How old is? So Luffy? you have a second one. What'd you say? You have a Lu- second one. Luffy- but Luffy going, Luffy's going on what over a thousand years old at this point, right? Since <laughs> since, since his conception to manga adaptation to anime, now anime going on a thousand. There there are over a thousand uh, One Piece mangas out. Wow! Wow! Do you see yeah. yourself going that far with your manga? I mean, if I had a story, but my attention span is terrible. It was hard just getting three volumes out for Love, Love, Fighting. <laughs> and even for Catch Me, Fight Me, Love Me, my brain is like stuck for season two. So my attention spans like I'll tell one story. Okay, I'm on to the next. And it's like, well, what happens in the rest of this one? I don't know. It's like my brain stops thinking at a certain point. It's like, oh, what's that? Let's do this story. So. 
I don't think I'm capable of mentally being able to tell to keep speaking unless I'm very fixated on that right. subject matter. Right, right. Catch me, find right. me, love me. Uh, elaborate. What is that one about? That one's still about um, Oriana and Jayhan, my two OCs, but I wanted something more lighthearted and fluffy since I felt better now. So I'm like, let's tell a happy story. So that one is just about them too. Now it's uh, kind of, I changed their personalities a little bit. We see Jayhan and all his anxiety and him feeling kind of left out with his family and, and his whole thing. He wants to feel wanted um, and and needed but more so he wants to feel wanted and his family's like hey we don't need you we want you but we don't need you we kind of want to hang out with each other and he's like well dang so he pretends like well i don't care anyways and so here comes oriana she's like oh that's okay let's play games together let's have fun together let's be chaotic together and he kind of like finds his person to where he doesn't have to be so anxious and keep up that facade of i don't care so that's kind of what that story is about. Just them going through like the little goofy, mundane, fake marriage life and just feel, finding peace with each other. I feel nice. I feel attacked. I'm sorry. You got to. Now, see, see, then, see, then you gotta go into it, man. Then, then, then you gotta elaborate why. Why? Why do we? Why? Do we really need to elaborate on this? Do we? Well, I'm curious. Why do you yes. feel attacked? <laughs> yes. Because the nail on the head. Say she want to know why? Why you feel attacked? Nah, nah. Just so it hit the nail on the head and it rung true. <laughs> Like eight years with my life. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, I that's exactly how I feel. So a lot of Jayhan stuff is just my anxious side, and I just put all that anxiety that I have, and I because I struggle with that a lot with my sisters, because they'll be like, Oh, we're twins, we're twins. And I'm like, you do realize there are three of us. There's three. <laughs> but you know, I don't care. Y'all go ahead and be twins on Facebook, posting all your pictures of each other. I don't care. So I kind of put that into Jayhan. So it's okay. Nobody eats, like, no one uses double mint gum anyway, anyway. Right. Mm. Don't nobody care. I don't care. <laughs> so, so I'm going to get into the the Webtoons side. Because uh, I, I know, like, you run, you, you have a course, and you teach people how to get on Webtoons. Mm-hmm. Like, can you speak on that a little bit? So um, the course that I recently made was I wanted to show people how I use 3D models, Um, just show my process. That's literally what the course is. Just you're watching me draw a person using a 3D model because I know a lot of people don't draw their webtoons or don't want to start because they feel that, well, I can't draw. I can only do stick figures. And I want to kind of help them get their story told because it's like you got something inside of you that wants to come out, but because of you know, whether it's a limiting belief or maybe it's a lack of knowledge that's stopping you, you know, I can at least help give some knowledge and then I can hopefully help encourage them and and hopefully break out of that limiting mindset to tell the story. So that's kind of what I do on my YouTube. That's what I do in my course. I'm just showing them my whole process. 
had to just draw a simple webtoon, a four panel one, nothing big. And um, I'd lost my train of thought, but that's literally what the course is. Cause I want to see more people <laughs> like do their story. Cause it feels good to right. have someone who understands, you know, what you're saying. And a lot of us use stories or comics to do that. And it's like, here, let me show you how and, and draw your story. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I'm in that same boat. Engine, you were about to say something. It's it's time for that good old ad break. Oh, that's 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 good. (laughs) Guys, we're right back. We'll be right back, and we're back, and let the interview continue. I I do I do I do have a question. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've uh, you've you've said it a few times uh, on air so far. You are uh, have you have you reached out to creators who are also on the on the spectrum, and they have those and they have uh, those same uh, some of those communication issues that you found yourself uh, dealing with. I haven't really reached out to much of anybody just because I know um, how should I put it. I there's a lot of like internal triggers and trauma that I have to like go through before I can have like a healthy community communicative like talk with other people and not like trauma dump. So <laughs> I don't really talk or reach out to anybody <laughs> because I'm like you're gonna get a lot. You're gonna I'm gonna open up a can of worms. So let me not let me work on me first. I I don't really reach out to a lot of people. I'm, I gotta fix fix this <laughs> first. I saw I, I haven't no. <laughs> You gotta fix the house just enough. You gotta fix the house enough before you start inviting folks. Yeah, to yeah, because they're gonna be like, "Oh my!" Because my sisters are like, "Shireen, what is wrong with you?" I'm like, "I don't know." So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just draw comics. <laughs> I'll connect it that way, right. so you guys aren't like getting it, you know, all at once in your face. <laughs> okay. No, that uh, no, that's fine. I respect that. What made you go the manga route instead of the comic route? I like the eyeballs. <laughs> I like big old eyeballs. It's like the mirror to the soul. And it's I like, I knew she was going to say that. <laughs> like you can see like the emotions and you can, it's easier to read because I have a hard time picking up on social cues. So I learned right. how like to look at people's eyes when they're talking. And it's, you know, like just the subtle stuff to where you pick up on the energy. So that's why I love just manga because. It, they they use those social cues that I had to learn as a kid, so I can see. Oh, they're actually mad. Let me stop talking. And in the manga, you straight <laughs> see when someone's mad because their eyebrows and their eyes are tiny, and it's like what? So that's why I like manga. It it's easier for me to understand okay. their emotions that I'm seeing. Right now, awesome. now that I think about it, sometimes uh, sometimes awesome. in Western Western illustrations the eyes don't really say a lot. Yeah. Unless unless it's like a really, really pressing scene and they have to change them. But yeah, right. okay, yeah. All right, I got you. I understand that. Okay. All right. So. so. <laughs> go, go ahead, go ahead. I'll go ahead. No, I, 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 uh, what was, what was the first anime that uh that drew you in 
Dragon Ball Z. And then it was Sailor Moon. It's like those were like the two runner up. Cause what was it? Uh, NIC Nick, the studio people. I was supposed to be at school yeah. and they it came on and I was like, what is this? <laughs> you know, you see people screaming and showing all their emotions, like the intro to Dragon Ball Z. I was like, oh. yes, I'm here for it. Like dun, 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 dun. I was like, yes. Dragon, dragon. Lots of dragon, dragon yes. ball. And then you got Trunks coming out with the sword. You got Tien doing the solar play. I'm like, yes. So yeah, I I like Dragon Ball. Oh man. Ball. <laughs> oh man. And then say, of course, Sailor Moon will always will always be uh have a very interesting spot in the world mm-hmm. and <laughs> yep. always make always favorite make character tuxedo man. Yeah, I always make I always I always joke about Tuxedo Mask. I liked um what was her name? Uh Sailor Jupiter. I liked her. I can't remember what her name was though, but I mean I can list off just about I can list off the Dragon Ball Z characters name cuz they were like that's that's my first. I love it. <laughs> because first yo, I feel like that I feel like that's for everyone, especially when you realize that a lot of their names were very simple items and yes. vegetables. Yes. <laughs> like I can understand. I can remember Tien. I can remember Goku. Goku. Tien. I got that. Krillin. Krillin. I got it. I remember their names. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so in the future, are we going to see you uh, expand into any other genres? That's for, a very good time? subject that you mentioned. Actually, let me see if I can find my other book. Hold on. Let me see. Because I have this book called um, Bottled Prince. Where did oh. I put it? Ah! I lost it. But it's a book called Bottled Prince. And I want, it's like a psychological kind of like monster. Ah, there you go. Kind of like dark. <laughs> so I want to. Cause it's um, there's this prince. His his he has like these white dreads. Um, cause I wanted to do one with um with a black guy as a fantasy main character, and he's trapped in a bottle with this monster. But the monster is like this witch spirit, and she's taken over one of his friends. So all three of them are just trapped inside this bottle together. And one of and there's this girl named Chastity. She's going through a really bad breakup. She unleashes, opens up the bottle, and just all this chaos is happening. I just it's bottled print. I really want to get back into that story. Just I just it my inner chaotic girl just wants to just just draw monsters. Not monsters, okay. kind of like you know, the long neck kind of Japanese style mm-hmm. monsters with like mm-hmm. the big eyes. Mm-hmm. I just I'm all I'm with it. I'm, all, I'm I'm definitely here for that. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> is that on webtoons? Uh that one, now? I put that one on my on my um I hid it. I hid it. I don't have it online anymore. So like one of my, my old 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 fans, they'll probably know about that. But mm. um I mean I can definitely I'll put it on what I'll put it anywhere. Wherever I can post something for free, I'll I'll put it on there. Okay. But I definitely want to get back to doing that. I wish I could find it. That sounds oh, good, actually. I would like to read that. It's, yeah, it, it, definitely, definitely share it. It's going to be one of those things you find right at the end of the podcast, right? And I'm like, <laughs> nab it! I was right here the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I found it. Hey, 
It's bottled <laughs> prints. So this is oh, Chastity. And then I'll show you Prince Lionel. He gets a two-page spread because he's my precious bean. But that's Prince Lionel. Okay. Right I see. Okay. But for, and it's like a whole like time jump kind of thing. Since he was trapped in the bottle, he's back in like he's originally back in like the old old age kind of medieval thing. He um is considered a cursed prince, so all of his people reject him except for his friends and and the mom and so it's just a whole backstory on that. So that yeah. Friends. Yeah, he has like three. <laughs> Oh damn! <laughs> yeah, his they don't they don't really like the prince because they consider him cursed. But he has those three friends, which is why he's locked in that bottle because he's trying to trying to help his his friends. All right. <laughs> okay. Uh, what uh, any any particular animes or mangas you're looking forward to coming out now? Um, I've been so busy with work. I. I mean, the only one I've been watching kind of like consistently or trying to watch consistently was Toilet Bound Han Hanoko-kun, that one. But um, I'm, I haven't, I've been, <laughs> I've been sleep deprived and drawing comics and trying to beat writer's block. So that's the only one I've been kind of like off the- We all understand that. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I am, I would like to see the next season of that one. How do you beat writer's block? What, do, do, do you have a process for that? Um, I what I do is I first look at what's actually causing my writer's block. So with Catch Me, Find Me, Love Me, and also with my other story, Whisper of Cinnamon, the things that's causing my writer's block is because I'm afraid that it will not live up to the hype or it will not live up to what I believe people are expecting for the story. So that fear is freezing me up to where I'm like, we can't, whatever I draw and whatever I do write, I scrap it. So... I, that's how I can get over writer's block if I tell myself, okay, yeah, I know it might not be what other people like. It might not live up to the expectation, but are you having fun? Do you like it? And that's usually what helps me get over that. But I've yet to tell myself I like it. So, <laughs> But that's how I do get over my writer's block when I, when I allow myself to actually like my story. I have to look at what's causing it and then awesome. go from there logically. Awesome. Hey, I must say I, I like the honesty in that. <laughs> <laughs> I have no shame. I'm not sure what I should be ashamed of or shouldn't. So again, the social cues go right there. I'll answer your question. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so what's next for you? For me, um I have to I'm trying to <clears throat> I'm trying to get my blog posts going to show to keep sharing like more free content on how people can make their own webtoon. But the next thing for me is to get get Whisper of Cinnamon done. It's another one shot story that I'm doing, <clears throat> and then hopefully get Catch Me, Find Me, Love Me get season two of that going. So that's kind of like what's on my to do list now: Whisper of Cinnamon and then Catching, Find Me, Love Me, and yeah and just sharing stuff on youtube how to draw webtoons how to make it with 3d backgrounds all all of that oh man i love your titles <laughs> what'd you say i love your title i love your title and, and here let me let, let me keep it a bean 
when Brahim pointed you out and I looked at the titles you have, I was just like, she's got to be bringing something different to the table. <laughs> I can't, I couldn't convince this guy to watch anything outside of action for years. For years, I'm telling you, for years. Well, yay! I picked that title randomly because, like, with Love, Love, Fighting, I heard somebody say that Kwong Bo, one of my favorite actresses, she said, Love, Love, Fighting. I'm like, I like that. I'm going to use that. So that's why I came up with that. With Catch Me, Find Me, Love Me, that's like, you know, with Jaehan, you got to catch me. With Oriana, let's fight. We're having fun, but let's fight. And then, you know, the end with Love Me. Yeah, because Jaehan wants to be loved. He don't care, but he does, and he wants to be loved. So that's kind of how I came up with Catch You Find Me Love Me. If he, if that's, he, if see, you, see, see, that's cool. That's that's his influences. Because like he said, I would never have read any romance or a slice <laughs> of life manga if it wasn't if it wasn't for him. It wasn't for mm -hmm. that guy right there. I wouldn't yeah, because, like, because, because, because don't get me wrong, I love I love I love action animes. I even love horror animes, mm -hmm. but you need a palate cleanser. You need something <laughs> to like. You need something to cleanse the palate, show you some, show you some lighter flavors. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, glad. So, and yeah. even in the lighter flavors, there's a, a overwhelming amount of depth at times, depending on where you go. Mm -hmm. I so, appreciate that. So if you can get if you can get him to to switch it up. <laughs> Maybe I can finally convince him to watch BoJack Horseman. Hey, maybe you can. Maybe he might. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He say no. <laughs> Probably not, but, but we'll Quiet try. You. Quiet, you. We'll try. I ain't saying anything. <laughs> Sheree, it has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. Oh, my goodness. Please tell these folks out there where they can find you. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, Rashida Studio. <laughs> I'm on TikTok, Rashida Studio, and I have my website, s-rashidastudio.com. <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm about to say, why well, well, switch it up? <laughs> and on there, and on yeah, there, I'm they can find out on everything. How, makes sense. Hold on, hold on, Mike. <laughs> on there, they can find out how to take your course. Yeah, I have oh, a lot of my information. Um, a lot of my information is all free. The course is literally just seeing my process step by step. So even if they can't afford it, everything I share in that course is all shared for free on my website. So everything okay. I give everything for free. Just the course is just you watching me drawing, drawing it. But but yes, yes, to answer that, yes. <laughs> okay. So so we're gonna put everything in the description below, whether you're watching this on YouTube. Or listen on this to Spotify or whatever you listen to podcasts at. In order to find her, everything will be down below for y'all. We're gonna get super easy for the people to uh, to, to to find Sheree. Right. Thank you. And before we go, uh, of course, we always want to thank you, the listeners, the viewers, for tuning in to another episode of America Me Junkies podcast. We wouldn't. We wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. So we want to thank you guys very much uh, for those who are walking around or driving or listening to the podcast or to the folks who are checking it out on video on your phone. We appreciate you guys very much. Uh, don't Shout forget out to your TikTok, Sheree. 
definitely. Are you guys on TikTok? Because I can't. I'm on TikTok. Yeah, I believe I follow you on TikTok. Okay, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to find you so that I can like, cause I got my live going right now. <laughs> Let me see if I can find you on live. Yeah, uh, I got it going right now. We'd like to. We want you guys to always check out our website, AmeriMedia.com. That's A-M-E-R-I-M-E-M-E-D-I-A.com. Uh, and of course, if you're checking out the podcast, uh, I hope you're downloading it, rating it, letting us know what you think. And of course, to you, the YouTubers, please like, subscribe, and share with a friend or two. We'll definitely, definitely appreciate it. And uh guess it's time for us to say goodbye. Uh Would like to hit that dusty trail. <laughs> hit that hit that dusty trail. Say goodbye, comic boss. Goodbye, comic boss. <laughs> Demon. See you later, space cowboys. <laughs> Sheree. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Salty True Floyd for Marry Me Media. Take care of yourselves and each other. Be well. Nico Smith, happy birthday. Happy birthday, Nico. Happy birthday. <laughs>